a summary of Lakuta Sichas, volume 15, the fifth Sicha of Parsha Chayasara. In the Parsha's Chayasara, we read it many years on the Shabbos Mavarchim of Kislev, which is the, the emphasis of something, a special Yom Tov that happens in that month. And that shows the connection between Chayasara and the Yom Tov of that month. And as we'll understand, something specific that's connected and the hint of Hanukkah in this week's Parsha. And Hanukkah was established based on the miracle that we found one jug of oil that should have lasted only one day, and the miracle was it lasted for eight days. We also find a similar miracle like this with Sarah and Rivka. The Chazal tell us that when the Pasuk says, that when he, Yitzchak brought Rivka into his tent, he felt Sarah's, Sarah's presence there with him. Why? Because when she lit the candles, it miraculously lit the same way miracle happened to Sarah, that when she lit it Friday night, miracle happened is it lasted straight until the next Shabbos. Now, we obviously find a big difference that Hanukkah, we make a special Yom Tov about it. The fact that we make such a Yom Tov must be that there's something novelty over the miracle of Sarah and Rivka. It would be difficult to say that the greatness of Hanukkah over the story of Sarah Rivka is the fact that a miracle was for eight days and the miracle for lighting candles Friday night to Friday night is really only barely seven days because that would only be an advantage over from quantity but not a quality difference in Hanukkah over the miracle of Sarah and Rivka. So to understand and figure out what's the greatness of the miracle of Hanukkah, the Rebbe says we have to go into the idea of the general miracle of what Hanukkah is. There's a famous question uh, from the Beis Yosef of why do we celebrate the miracle for eight days? Seemingly there was enough oil for one day, so the miracle really was only for seven days, not eight days. So why do we celebrate for eight days? The miracle was only seven days. So we have two general answers about this miracle. One is that there was a, the miracle was in the quantity of the oil, meaning that the jug of oil that had the oil enough for one day, you used up that jug of oil, you emptied it out, and the next morning it was filled again, meaning the quantity, the quantity of it now all of a sudden reappears, miracle. Or you could say, as the Beis Yisrael brings on, the other explanation is that the candles, the candle holders itself, that empties out and it refills the next morning. So the point is that it's a quantity issue of a miracle here. The other hand, you have another explanation of what the miracle was, and that was in the quality of it. In other words, that according to, to the na- nature, it's supposed to all b- burn out, but what happened was only one-eighth of the oil burnt out. Therefore, even day one, there was a miracle because only one-eighth burnt out, not more than that. Or like the base Yosef puts it, that the oil that was in the jug, he divide, you divided it up into eight Portions and every day we used one eighth into the cup of the menorah, and it should have lasted only an eighth of the time. And nevertheless, it lasted the whole time. Or like the prechadish, a commentary on the basis of puts it, he says that in the first day they poured in the whole thing, but only one eighth got consumed. But based on this, see, seemingly, is that the could that be really the reason that the miracle of Hanukkah was in the same category of the, of the miracle of Sarah Rivka? It would be dependent really in the two points. According to the second opinion, that it was a quality difference that the the, the one eighth changed the quality that it shouldn't be in the kind of oil that burns out, but it should last for a whole day. Then you have a quality difference over the miracle of the oil by Hanukkah because it lasted a longer time than the miracle of by Sar and Rivka. But according to the first opinion, that the miracle was 
a, of a different kind of, of a different kind. That the miracle of Hanukkah was a different kind of, of miracle because it finished and it continued. That mean, but by the Sar and Rivka, they only lit it once and it lit the whole time. But the difference here, if you're going to say that the miracle happened, the oil now appeared from scratch, it burnt out and then it went again, seemingly it's not such a novelty of Hanukkah. We already had this story in the story with Elisha and with the, with, with the woman who came to him that she needed money and he told her, just pick, get all the jugs of oil and from one jug, much, many, much oil came out. So seemingly this is not a novelty of Hanukkah. And then you could ask also a difficulty question on each one of those answers. If you're going to say that it's about a quantity difference, you could, say, you could ask, it says that you're supposed to use everyday shaman zayis, zach, lahalis, ner tamid. You have to make from olive oil. And seemingly here, once the olive oil was finished, there's no more olive oil. I guess it's a miracle oil, you could call it. May, and even if you, you may be forced to say that, that a different interpretation of olive oil, that it has to be clean fire like oil. But how do you explain this here? If it has to be Shemin Zayas, it's not Shemin Zayas anymore. And even according to the other opinion that it's a quality difference, it's also a problem because that means we only burnt one eighth. But the Chacham said a measurement of a Chatzilayig every day that had to be this Chatzilayig, let's call it a half a liter. So seemingly that we weren't putting in the full amount to fill up the couple. We're only putting in one eighth. Or, or if you're saying you put in the whole thing according to the Prichadosh, still this is going to be a problem because you put in the whole thing only one eight burns. The next day it's not full anymore. So how do you explain these answers according to even these halachic questions? Says the Rebbe is introducing us to a third kind of way of understanding what the miracle is. The miracle is basically that the oil did burn. But the bigger miracle is that it didn't consume like we have by the burning bush. Burns, but it doesn't consume. This is already called nimnahanimnois, the impossible, which is only something that's contributed by Hashem. Basically, we have this also, the example the Rebbe brings here of nimnahanimnois, the possible and the impossible together. We find this by the Arn. It says that the Arn is a makam Arn, enam in Amida, the place of the Ark didn't take up any measurement, even though we know that the Ark was two and a half cubits long by one and a half cubits wide or one and a half cubits high. But when you put the length of it, uh, the two and a half cubits length, you put it into the room of the Kaidish HaKadash and the Holy of Holies, which was 10 cubits long, and you measure it from one end to the other one, you to the ark you'd find five cubits and the other wall to the ark you'd find another five cubits so where's the iron? the iron didn't take up any place so you see this idea by Hashem and therefore you could see this idea here also by the miracle of the menorah the Hanukkah candle the oil it burned but it didn't consume at the same time so we have both concepts a miracle but also the natural oil is still there at the same time and you could even go a little bit deeper with this. That when you say that the ark doesn't take up any measurement, you can only say that when it really has a measurement. In other words, it specifically has to have a measurement, and then you could say it also doesn't have a measurement. That's how you get the opposites here. So to by the miracle of Hanukkah. Only when you have the base of Mikdash, you have the candles, you have the oil, you have the wick, you have the whole thing. And you have to be able to burn the oil. And it has to be filled with the right amount. And it has to be oil. It's literally Shaman Zayas. Everything. And you have to burn it halachically. And at the same time, it doesn't actually consume. So you have both opposites there together. The connection of this is these three different kinds of miraculous ways. Whether it's in addition to the quantity 
or the quality, or whether it's both things that consuming and not consuming at the same time together. According to the first opinion, you see that the miracle is in the first moment you're going to see it. Because you're saying after that first moment, more gets refilled. So you don't notice anymore that there's a miracle happening. You only see the miracle in the beginning. According to the second opinion that you say that the quality now changes. So the quality itself, instead of lasting for a short eight, one eighth of the time, is actually lasting longer. So you got you get to see the entire time the miracle is actually going and according to the third way of course it's two opposites happening at the same time so of course every moment there's a huge miracle here in the Avedas Adam in the service to a person we have this this idea also these three levels you have first the difference of two people whether you serve Hashem on the level of Teva and nature or miracle nature means you do everything in a way of intellect logical conclusions miracle means that things are beyond logic now in this context over here well how are you serving Hashem with your with logic or are you doing it with Kabbalah soil Masiris Nefesh I just accept everything from Hashem we know that you're supposed to say to yourself in the morning that I accept whatever Hashem and then I say that means that a person cannot rely on his own intellect and you have to be able to submit yourself to follow them with so one way of doing that is you have to feel it in the morning when you say the Shema and the rest of the day you just go along with your intellect another way is where you actually have to feel the accepting of the yoke and the the entire day in practicality, when is this difference? So the Rebbe goes on, when things are shanim kitikun and things are normal, there's good times, then you're right there, it's enough to be like the level of tzaddikim, everything will just cruise. In the morning, accept upon yourself the idea of Messias Nefesh, and the rest of the day, go along regular. But when the chayshech of the galus is stronger, and it's harassing you. In other words, it's a chayshin chasaretz and there's such a concealment of godliness then you need to have a nefesh the whole day, all the time when the chayshin is there. But then there's actually a third level and the third level is not just that there is a chayshin over the nature. The darkness actually attacks the light. Now that, you need to actually not just be, have available your self-sacrifice, but you actually have to be ready to charge against it and actually charge against it non-stop against the darkness. Every single moment you have to be in a activity, motive, motive and motion of self-sacrifice in every single possible way the entire day. This is also the explanation regarding Hanukkah. The Hanukkah, we have the two opposites. Why did Hashem make these two opposites of Hanukkah? Because the Yidin were standing in Messias Nefesh. Because we were Chalashim, we won the weak against the bigger. Why? We were ready to stand against the Greeks. They tried Lashkicham Torah to make us forget the Torah and to sin over the sins of God. And we stood up against that. And like the Rebbe says in Sefer Asich Tav Shanun on page 252, over the 202, over there he says it's because of the Ava, the Chiba that we showed to Hashem. Hashem showed us back this level of Nina the greatest miracle ever Hashem showed us now. And that was connected also to Yutis Kislev because what happens when we go on this level of Messias Nefesh, we get down a level of, as a Pasuk says in Shmuel Beis, it says, V'havaye yagia chashki, with a Vav in the front. Vav shows that it's drawing down something from a very high place to lower, meaning very, very high place, higher than anything that you could reach to comes down and it brightens up the darkness. Some too is Yutis Kislev. That when we're in the darkest times at the footsteps of the threshold of Mashiach, that the darkness gets stronger every single day. 
specifically then it is important to reveal the oil of the Torah, the deepest secrets of the Torah, to the, to, and the Razan, the Razan of the Torah. That reveals the Yechid of the Torah, which reveals the Yechid level of the Yid, in a way of spreading out the wellsprings to the outskirts, in a way of spreading, and through this, Revelation we bring to the days where darkness will turn into light and darkness of Galos will be turned into air and this should be Bekarev Mamash.